Experience the beauty and emotion of Lent and Easter with Christianity Today's newest devotional, Easter, in the everyday. Thoughtful readings from a variety of pastors, theologians, and writers invite you into the emotional stages of Christ's journey, from humility to hope to love. Beginning on Ash Wednesday and ending at Pentecost, this digital devotional is perfect for individual or group study. Get it today at orderct.com slash easter24. And I kind of did like a sabbatical, like a, it was about two years before I met my husband where I had finally made the decision that I was going to do the right thing by all costs and that if it was my husband, he would be respectful and understanding of that and that I did not have to have sex with him because that's not the way God set it up. And when I understood that God's word is telling us exactly what we need to do. If God is telling us that we should wait and have sex till we're married, then that means he has men out there that will wait and have sex with us when we are married. You're listening to Being a Woman with Character on Balance Her. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Harm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. When my soul is in a dump, I rehearse everything I know of you, from Jordan Depths to Herman Heights, including Mount Mazar. Hey, Women with Balance. Welcome back to Balance Her. I am LaShondra. This is Alexis. Florencia, also known as Ren. Yes, and thank you so much for tuning in and just rocking with us. Now we are moving into our relationship section of the podcast and we're going to jump right in with the book of Ruth and we're going to Dear Heavenly Father, I uh, want to thank you first and foremost for gathering us three here today to discuss your word because your word is the word of life. Um, I hope that the topic that we discuss today touches people in areas that they need to get convicted in and just help us all. And in Jesus name, we pray amen. This is one of the most popular relationship uh, books, you know, get your Boaz, find you your Boaz. Um, pretty much the story is is of a woman, um, a woman and her mother-in-law, really. Uh, Ruth, uh, her husband dies, and she pretty much sticks by her mother-in-law's side, which is Naomi. And she's like, I'm not leaving you. Um, I'm here for the long run. Wherever you go, I go, is basically what she says. And Ruth, you know, she was just more concerned with providing for Naomi. She's like, I'm with you. What can I do? And Naomi was like, well, I have a family member. His name's Boaz. He has a field. Go work. And she's like, okay, cool, whatever. And unfolds, as we all know, Boaz, you know, he catches her. He's like, oh, who is this? And, and all this. And eventually he marries her. But the part of the story I really wanted to touch on was not so much her getting of her Boaz. It's more of her character. Um, I found what was really interesting, which, you know, she kind of was in a nutshell minding her business, really. She wasn't looking for a man. She was like really concerned, like, hey, how can I be a woman of character to my mother-in-law who said, don't come with me. I don't want you to come with me. Live your own life. And she's like, no, I'm I'm gonna be with you regardless. And like the verse I really want to zoom in on, it's uh, in chapter one, verses 16 through, I believe, 18. 
um, where it says, but Ruth replied, uh, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Wherever, where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, but it ever so severely, if even death separates you and me. That to me is a woman of character. Um, that, you know, she was like, I'm here for the long haul. So for me personally, whoever, you know, listens to this mess, uh, this episode, what do you value? Are you valuing your character more or just getting your bow ass as women and women of faith, women who are trying to balance life, career, family, friendships? We have to have character through it all. And what did you guys, when you read the book of Ruth, besides the bow ass part, could, did you find that she was a woman of character or maybe did you find something else that was beneficial in women, especially nowadays in relationships? We're all about getting the man, but not working on ourselves as much. Um, I believe that is so true. I think that we have to not get in position as women to where we think I'm going to get my man by any means possible. And I think that that's what a lot of women tend to do. Just think about it in an aspect of I'll, I'll just I can be honest and transparent when I when I was searching for love, I thought that sex had to be a part of it. And so I diminished my character because I felt like if I don't do this, I won't get my boys. You know, I have to do these particular things in order for me to get them. And it was it was never mine that I felt completely uncomfortable about it. It was never mine that I knew it wasn't what I really wanted to do, but I felt like that was the only way I could truly get a man. And it wasn't until I took a step back and I kind of did like a sabbatical, like a, it was about two years before I met my husband where I had finally made the decision that I was going to do the right thing by all costs and that if it was my husband he would be respectful and understanding of that and that I did not have to have sex with him because that's not the way God set it up. And when I understood that God's word is telling us exactly what we need to do, if God is telling us that we should wait and have sex till we're married, then that means he has men out there that will wait and have sex with us when we are married. So it's about us showing them the character that, hey, this is what I deserve. This is what I want. And if you want to be with me, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to be okay with. And that's what I think comes out of this is her character is really at the end of the day, what brought her Boaz to her. For me, when I read it, um, I love the story of Ruth. My friends and I, we talk about it all the time because we just like to, I think it's, and it's one of those stories that's told a lot in church from a different perspective. And then once you start researching it more, you just realize different things about Boaz that you're like, oh, okay, I want my Boaz, but Boaz may not be the guy that you um, may typically like usually look at. Like he was a lot older than Ruth. He had a lot more experience. So would you be open to that? And then I also... Um, Look at Ruth chapter two, verses two and three through three. And it talks about how Ruth was just working. And I feel like she was 
doing like her purpose. She wasn't even really looking for a guy or anything like that. She was working in a field and it just so happened. I mean, which is really like God, um, that it was in Boaz field. And she also listened to the instruction of an older woman. And so sometimes God will put people in your life to help you get through a different season or prepare for a season that's to come for you. And so I like that she listened to the counsel of her mother-in-law who told her do this or lay in his bed this way or do this or I mean little small details that Ruth it wasn't like she got an attitude or like not what I'm gonna do I'm gonna lay at the top of the bed it was like no she laid at the foot of the bed she was working in the field just minding her own business and a lot of times I think it's when you're not thinking about a guy is when they approach you, like when you're working all the way in your purpose and then it's like, boom, a guy pop up. And I'm like, okay, I wasn't even like, it was me and God. Like I, I'm good right now. Like I wasn't even looking for you, but okay. If you here and you sent from God, like this is cool. But I, I think that's like two things that stood out. She was working and she listened to the um, advice of wise counsel. Mm, that's true. That's very good. And to piggyback on that, that's also because you realize that having a man is not a need. That's what it, that's what it is. Like when you get to focus on yourself, you realize this is a desire, but it's not a necessity that I be happy with a man. And I know for me, that's where I found my peace. And I believe that's why I was sent my husband because I was, I had finally got to that place of, Yes, I desire it, but it's not a need. It's not going to break me. It's not going to kill me if I don't have a man, you know, by my side. And when God is ready for me to have one, I'll have one. And it's absolutely when you stop looking for it. Literally, when my husband came, I was honestly done with men. I was like, I really don't care, Lord. I ain't got to have a husband. I don't, I'm good. I got my kids. I'm just going to take care of them, focus on them, focus on me, your relationship. I don't really care. So, I mean, by the time Jay came, honey, he had to put in work <laughs> because I was like, boy, you know how many dreams I've been sold? I'm I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm good. You're going to have to do more than talk. You're going to have to do more than talk <laughs> with me. You're going to have to bring it. And that was the difference because I was in a place or a position of, let me just allow God to do the work. And if it comes, it comes. And if it doesn't, you know, it is what it is. You know, I don't think that, and don't get me wrong. I don't think there, there will be like where you just have no days where you do not desire that companionship. You are going to desire the companionship. You are going to look around at other people and see them together and you're still going to want it. But I think that, you have to draw the line between that and desperation. Yes, that, because, you know, I'm, I talk to a lot of women, right. And we all struggle with the same thing. We really do. Um, and I could speak because I'm, I'm deep into that season of understanding what it is to be with just me and God, because if I can't hear his voice, I'm going to pick the wrong person because naturally we get, we, our eyes and our emotions get in the way of seeing certain things. And I think, yes, like I walk around, I, I've, I've come to that point where you can't pray the desire way because the desire is completely normal. It is okay. You know, for any woman listening to this, it is okay to desire a, a partner that is literally 
that's normal. But what isn't okay is for you to pick someone where you know you're settling, where you know you don't like them, where you don't trust them. Uh, but oh, I have someone to go on a date with. I have someone just to like hang out with. And I think we as women need to strive a little bit higher, which is something I had to, God had to work me through. He's like, I don't want you. I'm not going to send you somebody to just be a, you know, a buddy, a pal, you know, deep, deep down. He's like, I know you want a, like a soulmate. And that requires a little bit more time. And that requires you to be able to discern better because when you look around nowadays, I mean, you see couples eating together, but they're on their phones. So it's like, what? I don't want that. Or you'll see people walking in the mall or in the park, but they're not holding hands. You can tell the energy's off. And I think we just, as women, have to learn to say no and be eager enough to wait, I guess, is, is the key, you know, because a lot of men, you know, like you said, Chanda, like, that's so true. If God said, wait till marriage, then why would God not make men understand that? You know, right. <laughs> I was, I like that. I was like, "Ooh, that's good." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just something you have to come. You come to realize. I think that's with with anything. Like I'm, I'm even coming to realize. Like I had got to a point where I was beating myself up as far as thinking, "Are am I asking for too much?" And because right now, for me, my relationship issues are is friendship. My love life is is amazing. Thank you, God. But. The friendship area for me has been a struggle. And I and I go back and forth with myself saying, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe I'm asking for people to do what I what I do for them. And that's too big of an ex- expectation. But then I reflect back to that romantic relationship side and remember, no, what I desire and require is OK for me. And God has people that are going to fit those requirements. And I am, I just think, what if I would have settled when it comes to my husband? Because I thought I was asking for too much then. Guess what? I, I, I've gotten more than I asked for because I didn't settle. So I know if I didn't have to settle with him, I don't have to settle in friendships either. So, you know, it's all about you understanding, like, what valuing yourself enough to know, no, I'm not being extreme. No, this is not, you know, I'm not asking for anything that I wouldn't give in return. And that's the key. As long as you're asking for what you're willing to give, you should be honored for that. And it's okay to wait until you get that because if you don't, you're not going to be satisfied anyway. You're not going to be satisfied. It's always going to be an issue because. You're settling. And because that's what I did, I did that in friendships for the longest. I settled and just said, well, I got a friend, so let me just let them do whatever they want to do because you're settling. But guess what? There's always an issue behind that. There was always an underlying issue, a fight, an argument or something because I resolved to let me settle and just be okay with it the way it is just so I can have this person. And so regardless of the relationship, friendship, romantic relationships, whatever the case may be, you can't settle and you you have to be okay with what you want because I, I feel like God placed those desires in our heart for a reason and you deserve to get those desires as long as you're putting forth the energy out there to receive it. Amen. I like, Alexis, how you mentioned that um, 
I think one of the things you mentioned was that you want to be able to hear the voice of God. And I feel like that's one of the seasons that I'm in as well. Like I want to be able to know and hear the voice of God because I know I have made so many prior mistakes with dating um, and picking the wrong guy. And so um, it makes me a little fearful even thinking about like picking somebody on my own. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, you're going to have to guide me and lead me because I'll be attracted to somebody just because physically we're attracted, but they may not be good for me in what I'm doing or what you have for me to do with my life or this season of my life or anything like that. And so uh, one of the things that I've done is like just try to put little things in place, maybe get the advice of friends as well, or seek advice from other people and say, hey, is this, what do you think of this person? Because just because I feel like they're good, they may not be good for me. Of course, asking God as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also still goes back to like, um, I guess for me, just trusting God that um, he's not going to give me anything that I don't want. Cause I'm like, Oh gosh, I don't, what if the guy is ugly? I'm like, God's not going to give me anybody that I'm not attracted to. Like he, he's not going to do that. But um, I think, well, maybe not everybody, but I think we all have gone through, some people have gone through those seasons where you feel like you do have to give of yourself or your body to other guys. And I think now for me, it's just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not settling. Like, uh, whoever God has for me, they're going to wait. I'm worth the wait. Um, yeah. My God is a king, and I'm a king's child. And so if you want me, then this is what you're going to have to do. Like, we can get to know each other, but we're going to have boundaries in place because we're going to be waiting until marriage before we do anything. So um, it just, I just had to get to that point to know that I'm going to wait and that, like you said, Shandra, there are guys that are willing to wait. And I know um, for women out there, including myself, I'm talking to myself, like we're all worth the wait. Like, Oh yeah. You're all worth the wait. And I think that's a great way to end this episode. <laughs> um, just to repeat what Ren said, we're all worth the wait, regardless of what, what you're waiting on relationship wise, we are all worth the way you're worth the desires of your heart and just continue to seek God um, with those desires. And so I'm going to go ahead and pray us out. Heavenly Father, I just thank you right now, Father God. I thank you for all of the word you have given in this particular episode. God, I pray that it ministers to the woman's heart right now who is struggling with trying to find her Boaz, Father God. I ask that you give her peace right now in the midst of this, Father God. I ask that you allow her to understand that this is not a need and that she does not have to be desperate for any man, Father God, and that the only man she should be chasing after is you. And I thank you and I praise you and we love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for tuning in and make sure to visit womenwithbalance.org to join our community. Connect with me on social media at Women With Balance. And again, if you love the show, please leave a rating, subscribe, and share so I can keep these episodes coming. Until next week, sis, God, love, and balance.